Hey friends, happy 2023. It is the new year. Can't believe it. It's already 2023. So today we are going to talk all about decluttering and organizing your life. If you are on this kick like I am, then stay tuned. I have some tips what I'm doing. I am by no means like professional organizer or even great at organizing. I mean, y'all know I have ADHD and organizing and keeping things like spotless is not my forte, but <laughs> I do have some tips and I'll be sharing with you what I plan on doing with my home and how I'm going to be trying to minimize this year. So um, don't mind me if it sounds a little bit loud. I am in the car per usual. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and dive into all things decluttering your life, girl. Let's do it. Hey mama, do you feel lost in motherhood sometimes? Are you constantly questioning whether you're a good mom? Or maybe even ask yourself if you're cut out for this? Girl, I get it. I used to be so stuck in a place of anxiety and fear when it came to my parenting. And I allowed the enemy to tell me I wasn't good enough, that I was a bad mom, and that I was ruining my kids. But thanks to God, he showed me that I am called and equipped to be their mom and he has a purpose and plan for my life. Sis, motherhood is so hard, but the good news is that you don't have to do it alone. Welcome to the Confident Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Melanie, and if you are ready to finally step into being that confident, patient mom God is calling you to be, you're in the right place. Grab your coffee or tea, a notebook and pen, and let's chat, girl. All right, y'all, let's get into this because it's a new year. And with the new year, I get like super motivated at the beginning of a new year. And then it kind of tapers off towards the middle. Um, if you guys understand, like, it's just life, right? It's life. It's mom life. We have so much going on. I get in a really like crazy organizing, cleaning kick right at the beginning of the year, like wanting to purge everything. And then I kind of, you know, let life happen and it's okay. But I wanted to talk about how we can declutter our lives. So it's not just about getting rid of stuff and purging, but how, how you can declutter your mind, how you can declutter maybe friends if you have to get rid of some friends that or relationships that aren't serving you, right? So we're going to be talking all about decluttering life together. Let's get our lives back on track. Um, and I apologize again. I'm in the car. So I have pneumonia. Yes. Yay me. 26 weeks pregnant with pneumonia. Um, you guys know, like if you've been listening to me for the past few months, you know that I literally have been catching everything. Like my house has been so sick for the past, like going on three months now. I can't even like, I just can't even believe it because I'm just so over it right now. We've been, I've been catching everything. Of course, the kids catch, you know, colds here and there, going to school and stuff. And then they bring it home to me and Miss Prego over here, like, catches it all, right? So even though I take, like, so many supplements and vitamins, I eat really healthy, I'm still getting it. Like, I can't win. And I was just diagnosed with walking pneumonia the other day. I, I kind of bit the bullet and went to urgent care because I'm like, I cannot deal with this anymore. And... If you know me, like, I don't really love going to the doctor for a lot. I, I try to treat things naturally and more holistically, 
and like just you know take my vitamins and just rest and all that kind of stuff but I kind of bit the bullet and I'm like I need to do I need to go I need to go just to see because I am pregnant so um yeah so I went and they said I have walking pneumonia which is super fun um not but yeah so I'm being treated with some antibiotics which are messing up my system you guys know like those can really wreak havoc on your gut so I'm planning to really get back on a, my healthy eating kick after I'm done these antibiotics but if I sound a little bit wheezy and stuff that's why and honestly I haven't really talked in like three days because I'm just too tired my voice my chest hurts but I'm driving right now to pick up some Chinese food for the new year it is the first today when I'm recording this and yeah I'm going to pick us up some Chinese food I don't know about you guys but every time like I'm sick I crave hot and sour soup for some reason and it always like makes me feel better that or Vietnamese pho if you guys haven't had that either that's like my go-to but especially the hot and sour soup there's this one place near us that is just literally the best like the best soup ever the best Chinese food ever um, so yeah I'm going to pick some of that up because mama's craving that I need some hot and spicy right now to get over this thing so anyway sorry for rambling but that's what's going on with me but let's go ahead and get into it all right so let's talk about decluttering our lives so like I mentioned before it really doesn't have to be just like purging stuff your stuff around you you know we all have it that stuff we accumulate especially after Christmas it's just it stresses me out like so many things so many gifts not only the gifts but like the garbage and the recycling the boxes like all of the things I mean we must have filled up our two trash cans like within that like the day after Christmas it was crazy um, and that's just with like gift stuff all the wrapping stuff is absolutely crazy but anyway so like I said I like to start the new year fresh and I'm 26 weeks pregnant if you guys didn't know yet but I'm like hitting the nesting phase right now and I just want to get all the things done I want to get everything in order we switched around a couple rooms um, my my three-year-old he finally has his own room hallelujah he's not sleeping with us anymore um, can I get an amen on that? <laughs> um, so he's been doing really, really good in his new bed. We got him like someone gave us like this cute little race car bed for him. It's a twin bed. Super fun. So I thought that would be fun for him and he really loves it. Um, so he's been actually sleeping in that for a few days. And although I've had him with me, I know mama is a sucker when I'm sick. Um, and he's been a little bit sick, not as bad as me, but I've had him in our bed for the past few nights, but I'm like at a point now where, okay, you're going back to your bed tonight. Like, so I'm kind of like decluttering the rooms. So I, we switched rooms with him and, um, so now I'm like on a kick to just like purge, get rid of everything, organize stuff, like just get everything set for the kids, for us, like just get like a clean slate. That's what I love about the new year just getting rid of the clutter it's like so much sometimes 
And not only, like, it doesn't only affect your physical environment, but it stresses you out. Like, it, it affects your mental health. It, it gives you, like, mental clutter, which we don't need anymore of, right, in this crazy world. So I know, like, clutter stresses me out, and it makes, just gives me, like, anxiety. But then the other effect of that is that I get too overwhelmed with it that I just don't want to do anything and then it ends up sitting there for days so that's the point where I'm at right now <laughs> also we've been sick so obviously I haven't really been doing much today I might have overdid it a little bit but I'm on like day two of my meds for pneumonia so I thought I was feeling okay but I just laid down for like a couple hours could not go to sleep um but yeah, now we kind of like rearranged some of the furniture and stuff, cleaned all the clutter and the garbage out of the living room, that kind of stuff. So now like I'm at a point where my son's room needs to be, it was literally spotless you guys the other day. I cleaned that thing like so good. I just had like a bunch of clothes on his bed that I had to fold and put away. Well now there's like so much stuff in it because we decluttered like the living room and the other rooms and what I did is move his toys like I want to put all his toys in his room to get it out of my living room you know what I mean because I've just had enough of all the toys everywhere you can't even walk like Legos do not step on Legos in the middle of the night like you will hear me swearing and screaming like I just can't deal so anyway um so yeah, I kind of need to like rearrange all of that. I might need to get some new furniture pieces and stuff like that, but that's going to come later on. Right now, I'm just worried about like getting his bed at least so where he can sleep in it tonight. Um, and then just kind of working, you know, one step at a time. And that's what I want to tell you in today's episode is that you might be overwhelmed like me. You might get overwhelmed easily with all the new stuff that you have with all the new things you might be rearranging it on like a crazy cleaning spree like I am to kind of just get your home in order and declutter and all the things and it can really stress you out but my number one tip is to tackle one room at a time see I have a tendency with my ADHD it's just my brain y'all it's just my brain like it works crazy it just works like this and if you get it you get it but I have a tendency to like start one room and then I'll go into another room to like bring something in another room or put something back and I literally see something else that needs to be cleaned in that room. So I'll just start cleaning that room and like it's a never ending cycle. If you guys do this too, like let me know because it's really, really difficult when you kind of cannot focus on a certain thing, right? So I've been trying to not do that and like really being mindful of that. So number one, start with one room at a time. It doesn't matter if you have a bunch of crap in the living room that you need to move to other rooms, like whatever. What I do is like get a big bin or a basket, throw everything in there that does not belong in the living room or whichever room you're cleaning, throw everything in that room, I mean in that basket, and then clean that one room first like get rid of all this clutter the garbage you know do the floors mop like do do the room how you want it to look right and then at the end when you're finally done with that one room 
which is going to take you so much less time than you think. Because if you're like me and you're, you see squirrels everywhere, like you get distracted, it takes me literally days and that's why I'm like just overwhelmed. But I've learned to like just, no, I have to stick. If I'm doing the living room today, that's the room I'm focusing on. And if I get it done within 10, 15 minutes, like that's great. I can move on to the next room, right? So put like a bin or a basket or something while you're cleaning the room of things that don't belong in that room. That way you can move it out after. Um, and you're not tempted to like go bounce back and forth and then start being distracted like I am with every other little thing, right? So that is like my biggest tip for you today is to, to do that. Start one thing at a time and start it slow. You don't have to go crazy cleaning your entire house like a mad woman. You really don't. Like you can do one room at a time. If you're like me and you're sick and pregnant and that's all you have energy for, like, it's fine. One room for that day is not going to kill you. The clutter is still going to be there the next day, right? It's always going to need cleaning. So give yourself some grace and do it one step at a time. Okay, so the other thing that I really try to do lately when I'm decluttering, like, the stuff, the house stuff, um is I, I set up different boxes or bins for trash, for donate, and for um, moving into the other room. So we just talked about how, you know, putting a basket in, in the room you're decluttering, like for things that don't belong there, right? So I keep a basket for that. And then what I do also is when I'm trying to get rid of stuff and like really purge, is and I have my kids do this too when they clean their rooms, but I'll have a bat or a box like a big box or a bag or whatever for garbage specifically. So, broken toys, books that are falling apart, like the things you're obviously not going to keep, right? And then I'll have another box set up for donations. So, this could be toys they don't play with anymore, books we don't read anymore, like things that you can go and drop off at Goodwill or wherever or give away to you know, family and friends, or just get rid of it, right? Donate it to someone who could use it. Um, so I got my kids into doing this as well before Christmas. And that way you're kind of getting rid of the old because you're going to bring in new stuff, right? But this this does not mean, <laughs> and I, I talk about Christmas, but it doesn't mean that just because you're, let's say you're donating a huge box of their toys or your stuff or whatever, this doesn't mean you're going to bring the same amount of stuff in, right? It doesn't mean you're going to bring so much junk in again. Because if you do this, you're just going to create more clutter, right? And trust me, I'm still teaching myself this because I have a tendency to, like, get rid of stuff and then, oh, let's go shopping and get all this new stuff. But no, like, I'm trying not to do that. It's so hard to not bring in more clutter, right? Um, I can think of a time like a few months back where I was on this like big decluttering streak. I mean, I got rid of bags and bags full. I'm talking like crazy bags full of stuff. Not only garbage, but like, you know, donation stuff. And literally a month or two later, we had so much stuff again. I'm like, where the heck did this come from? Can you feel me on this, mama? Like, no. And that's my problem, right? It's not the kids, it's me, because I'm the one buying all this stuff that we don't need, right? So, 
heading into the new year, I really want to prioritize like getting rid of stuff and not bringing extra stuff back in. Like trying to live minimal and I know it's really hard and that's such like a buzzword right now, minimal, minimal living, whatever. And I'm not like going to the extreme, right? That we're gonna have like one fork in our house, um, one chair, like that kind of stuff, right? But minimizing what we have things that you haven't touched in months do you really need it like books that I haven't read in two years or never even read and bought it like three years ago do I really need it am I really gonna get to it or toys maybe your kids haven't played with in years like do they really need it um, <coughs> excuse me so I know like for the kids especially my kids it can be hard for them to like get rid of stuff my daughter especially she's 10 and she holds stuff like she just like li likes her stuff so whenever I tell her to get rid of stuff she gets really upset but I've had to kind of change my wording around that because like no just don't get rid of it but what things don't you play with anymore and kind of like reword it that way because if I go in there like a beast mom which I have before like get rid of all these toys I'm sick of it like trust me I've done that many times um, then she gets like so upset and I'm like oh what did I do so just teaching your kids by going through your own stuff with them and saying okay look mom hasn't used these um, this cookware in years or I haven't used these books or whatever look I'm getting rid of them because we're gonna go give them to another family who might need them and that's when you get them involved and go drop it off at your local donation center goodwill or whatever you have next to you and that kind of makes them feel good because they're you know they're not like throwing it in the garbage they're getting rid of it and gifting it to someone else right so anyway so that's what we do so keep a box or a bin or a bag in your room to move to other rooms if you need to to get rid of the clutter and put it in other rooms but then also once you're de you starting your declutter in that one room have a box for throwing out and for giving away for donations and this is going to help you so so much just kind of keep you on track instead of stuffing all the things in a cabinet which i used to do too don't judge me but instead of like stuffing things away hiding them and trying to forget about them like they will come back to haunt you later trust me i know from firsthand experience like the more we can get rid of and out of our sight that we don't need you're gonna feel not only physical peace like in your environment in your home but you're gonna feel like mental peace as well but i mean we want our homes to be like our our safe spaces our relaxation our sanctuaries like it's our home right we live there we spent, even if you work and stuff, or the kids are at school, you spend your lives in your home, right? So we want it to be free of clutter, free of anxiety, like we want a peaceful home. And the best thing to do is declutter it because you're decluttering your space, but you're decluttering your mind as well. Which brings me to the next thing I wanna talk about, and that is, with this new year, friends, I wanna really challenge you to do a real big declutter on not only your relationships but with your mind do a declutter with your who you're spending time with who you're talking to 
and then what you're thinking. So let's hop into the relationships for a minute. So, you know, we all have people in our lives that might not be the best for us. Let me just put it like straight like that. Right. And this can be family members. This can be close friends. Like this could be people you've known your whole life and maybe they're not serving you anymore. Maybe they're Debbie Downers. Like maybe they're constantly negative. Maybe they're just like not great influences over you in your life. Maybe they're dragging you down. Like maybe they're, maybe they're not the same faith as you and they're just, you know, there's someone you really don't want to be around anymore. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay because we go, like life goes through seasons, but also our relationships can go through seasons. I mean, I've had friends and family members that, you know, were great for me for a few seasons. And then I had to kind of let that go and just give it to God and just say, you know what? I'm going to pray for this person no matter what, because I love them and I want the best for them. And I'm just going to pray for them. But I cannot allow them to speak into my life anymore. I can't allow them to influence me because I'm noticing something about myself that maybe I don't like. I'm noticing something about my attitude, my even my own thoughts. Like when you're around and you know this person I'm talking about. Like you know when you have this person that influences you so negatively that you're like constantly in a bad mood. You're only thinking negative things, like you're snappy, and you're every time you're with that person, you become this like person you don't even recognize anymore. And that's when you're gonna have to like really check yourself and be like, okay, God, is there something I'm missing here? What is going on? And it's hard because, especially if it's a family member, it is so, oh my gosh, is it hard? Especially family members, but you have to set those boundaries of what you will accept and what you won't accept in your own life because you matter. It matters what we're feeding ourselves. It matters what we're allowing into our spirits. It matters what we're allowing into our hearts, right? And just because you've been friends with this person your whole life, or maybe it's your family member, like just because they're your family doesn't mean that you should allow them to pull you away from God to change your attitude, to be negative, to bring you down so much that you're like just unhappy and not really the person that you know you are, right? If that makes sense. So sometimes we really have to evaluate what relationships we're pouring into. Maybe it's someone, and I've had this happen so many times, is that I'll be the only friend like giving, giving, giving to this person. And this has happened so many times. I've gone through so many hard trials and tests. And I had to come to a point where I was just like, no, I can't do it anymore. But if you've been that person, whether it's a friend or family, like you're the only one trying. You're the only one, you know, um, asking to hang out or inviting them over. You're the only one like reaching out to them. They never talk to you unless you're the first one to like make the move. I've had this happen so many times and let me just tell you it really and it, it goes nowhere because that is a one-sided relationship and relationships are made to be two sides like we can't do everything and try to make a relationship work if it's not working I mean this could even go for if you're dating someone um, 
if you're, you know, if you're not married and you're seeing someone, like this can go for any relationship really. But if you're the only one trying, if you're the only one putting in an effort, like something has to give, right? And it could be as simple as having a just a really open and honest conversation with that person and saying, look, this is how I've been feeling. And maybe it's just, that maybe they don't even realize they're doing it. They might not even realize, you know, that they're doing it and that's okay. I mean, we should give people grace. We should give them the benefit of the doubt, of course, especially if we've, you know, had that relationship for so long. But if you bring it up to them and they kind of like get angry with you or like stop talking to you, then that is your answer right there. That shows you that, okay, this is, this is exactly what I've been thinking. Like maybe I need to take a step back from this person. And you know what, by you even having that conversation or bringing it up, it might show you like they might not even talk to you after that. And that just shows you right there, okay, this is the break that I need from this person. And you know what, the best thing we can do in these situations, and they can be really, really painful. I mean, they can be hurtful. They, it can really hurt to go from like talking to someone every day or, or knowing this person for 30 years, and then all of a sudden you're like, you're not talking to them anymore, or you've stepped back, all right? It can be really hard. It's almost like a physical pain that your heart goes through, right? But the best thing we can do in these situations is pray for that person. Pray for that person. Pray for God to open their eyes. Pray for God to, you know, have give them peace. Or maybe they're dealing with something that you have no idea about. Pray for them. I mean, the best and greatest thing we can do is pray for others, right? There's so much power in prayer. But in, in turn, we also need to pray for God to show us, like, you know, God, am I being too selfish? Like, show me where I'm going wrong with this. If I, if I'm doing something I shouldn't be like, just show me and pray for wisdom, pray for clarity on that. And God will give you that wisdom that you're seeking. He really will. And the most important thing is to pray because that really can change your attitude, your heart. It can really change a lot of things. And maybe it's something internally that you need to work out with you and God and that's why you maybe have to step back from this person and really just work on your relationship with God. And then maybe you can see more clear that, okay, maybe it wasn't all this person. Maybe it was me too. Um, so just prayer. Prayer is everything. Um, so declutter your relationships. Like think about, you know, of course, consulting God in all things. But what, what relationship is not serving you? If it's not bringing you joy, if it's not making you, um, you know, want to bless the other person, if it's not like a collaborative relationship where you're both in, um, involved at the same level in each other's lives, then maybe it's time to just take a step back. And that might not be forever. Like I'm not saying, oh, don't ever talk to this person again and like cut them completely off. No, but I am saying it might take a little bit. For you guys to do your own individual work and then god will bring you to a point where you can maybe come back together later on and you both have grown from that situation as well i know this i know this episode is getting super long um but i feel like it's so important especially like heading into a new year to really go over these things so the last thing i want to talk to you about is 
to declutter your mind. This is so huge, you guys. It is so, so huge. So how can we declutter our minds? So heading into the new year, I want you to think about, okay, what am I, what am I fueling my, my mind with? Am I consuming like crazy music that's swearing all the time? Like inappropriate things? Like, am I consuming this angry music all the time? Or maybe I'm consuming too much trash TV and it's really affecting my spirit. Or am I thinking awful thoughts about myself? Do I get these negative thoughts all the time and they're really affecting not only my life, but my relationship with my family? So kind of do a check with yourself of how are you fueling your mind? Not only that, but how do you want to maybe change that heading into the new year? So we want to fill our minds and our hearts with things that are true and good and noble, just as the word of God says, right? I'm not saying I don't enjoy some reality TV every now and then. I mean, come on, right? I'm a mom. Like, we like this kind of stuff. But if I'm, like, only watching these crazy, like, swearing shows or, like, inappropriate things, like, if I'm constantly feeding my soul with that, that's going to have a long-term effect on you. That's going to have a long-term effect on your mind, on your spirit, on your heart. Remember, like what we feed our minds, we feed our hearts. So if we're constantly feeding our minds trash, we're talking trash about ourselves, about others, we're constantly like just watching these, you know, shows or listening to music that we know or we feel convicted of, that's going to seep into your heart. And I tell my kids this a lot, especially the older ones that what you fuel your mind with, even though you're listening to maybe these, you know, hit songs, right? All the teen preteens are into like songs now, right? Or TikTok or whatever. But if you are constantly I want to take a quick pause in today's episode and thank our sponsor Mary Ruth Organics. Built on the desire to support others on their health journey, Mary Ruth's is a passion project of Mary Ruth Guyam, a certified health educator nutrition consultant and culinary chef. I absolutely love Mary Ruth's supplements, liquid vitamins, and wellness products. They're not only safe and effective for the whole family, but they're made in the USA, non-GMO, gluten-free, and vegan. Now, I've been using these vitamins for months now, and boy, do they make a difference. I actually feel better overall and have more energy. I feel more confident knowing my kids are also getting the best vitamins they need without all the yucky fillers. To shop Mary Ruth Organics, visit MaryRuthOrganics.com and use the code MROMELANIE15 at checkout to save 15% off your entire order. Again, MaryRuthOrganics.com and use the code MROMELANIE15 at checkout to save 15% off your order. Thanks again to Mary Ruth for sponsoring the podcast. All right. I just had like a coughing fit, so I'm going to wrap this up because I haven't talked this much in a few days. Um, Anyway, but if we're constantly filling our minds with trash, pretty much, like, like I tell my kids, like I was saying, if you're constantly, yes, the music and the beat is fun and like lighthearted and like, you know, we all get pulled into a good beat of song and stuff like that. 
but and my kids will say to me, but I don't listen to the words, mom. Or my daughter will be like listening to stuff in Spanish because we like a lot of Spanish music in our house. And I'll be like, um, yeah, I don't like this song. We're changing it. And she'll be like, why? I'm like, you don't know what they're saying. It's in Spanish. Like, I understand a lot of Spanish. My husband is the Spanish one, but I understand a lot. And I'm like, no, you're not listening to this. And she'll be like, why? I'm not even, I don't even know what they're saying. But the whole point is you don't have to be listening to the lyrics. You don't have to know what they're saying. It's the whole like heart of the, the song, right? What is the message the song is telling you or your kids? Like, what is the message? And we have to really teach our kids to guard their hearts when it comes to that. Even though you want to have fun and listen to this music, not all of it is great, okay? And I'm guilty of it too. Like, I, there are some songs I've listened to that maybe I shouldn't either, right? And just because the beat's great, like, we, we, um, we kind of make an excuse like, oh, it's okay. I'm not listening to the lyrics, but that the music itself, it gets into your heart. The message gets into your heart, right? So I tell my kids what we're putting into what we're feeding our minds, we're feeding our spirit. So we have to be very mindful as Christians to feed the right things to our minds. Right. And I'm not saying you got to be perfect. We all make mistakes. We all do things, whatever, but trying to be better is what we're doing, right? Trying to do the right thing. If we have this like gut feeling or this conviction that we're feeling, but we're still doing it anyway, you might want to pray about that, right? So whatever you're feeding your mind gets into your heart and your spirit. I can't say that enough. So um, decluttering your mind, getting rid of those things, those negative things, Getting rid of the lies that the enemy loves to tell us, especially as moms, right? He can really beat us down and get us, like, he can get us good. And I've allowed him to a lot. And it's come to a point where you just have to say, no, I'm not allowing this anymore. And just make those changes and move on. So let's do this, mamas. Let's declutter our lives together. Let's declutter our homes. Let's free our spaces. Get rid of the anxiety, the noise. Like just create a peaceful home for ourselves. Create a peaceful environment. Create peaceful relationships with the ones we love. Create a peaceful mind. All of these are intertwined together and connected. Because if we have a crazy, cluttered, chaotic home, our hearts are going to be chaotic and cluttered. Our minds are going to be cluttered. It's going to be too noisy. And when when things get that cluttered and that noisy, we're not able to hear the Lord speak to us. We're not able to discern when the enemy is coming to attack, right? We're not able to discern that because everything's so noisy and cluttered that we're so distracted, right? So I hope that this episode encourages you as we head into the new year to really start um, paying more attention to our clutter, not only in our homes, but our minds and our hearts as well. I wish you the amazing best 2023 ever. I'm excited because I have some new exciting things coming for you guys on the podcast. And if I haven't told you already, I'm going to post a link below. I, your girl started a YouTube channel. Well, okay. I've had a YouTube channel now for almost three years, but I haven't posted anything in like two years. So all of my videos are super old, 
but I'm starting to get back into it because I'm feeling really pulled. I really used to love creating videos and like, just like mom life stuff. So, um, and just like kind of getting a creative outlet, you know? So I'm coming back to YouTube. I'm so excited. So click the link below. I'll have my channel link. Come on over, subscribe. You can watch my old videos, even though some of them are really embarrassing. <laughs> But I'm creating new content for that. I'll have a vid new video coming in the next week. Super excited. We're going to do all the mom things over there. I'm going to do a lot of cleaning and grocery hauls, recipes like gluten-free, healthy living, those kind of recipes. We're going to do faith over there. But um, I'm going to do all that kind of stuff that moms love because that's what I love. That's I watch YouTube primarily. Like I don't watch a lot of shows. But I watch YouTube and I love to watch other mom channels that really just like encourage me and empower me to get stuff done. Um, so that's what I want to create for you guys. So come on over, subscribe, stay tuned for my new videos. And um, I appreciate you guys so much even being subscribed to the podcast. Um, if you're not already a part of my Facebook group, come on over and join us over there. But you might see some new branding, some new um, changes to the podcast cover art that is coming as well. So I'm super excited for the new year and what it's going to hold and what God has in store for us as mamas. So remember you're a good mom. You can do hard things and you are so worthy of love. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you next week. Hey mama. Thanks so much for joining me today. I truly appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to hang out with me. If you could be so kind and head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star rating and written review, that would mean the world to me. It just lights my heart up so much to hear from you, but it also helps other moms find the podcast. You can also connect with me on Instagram and YouTube at The Confident Mom. Remember, you are a good mom, you can do hard things, and you are so worthy of love. I'll see you next week.